Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, The Educated Patriot. Let's dive right into this. I hope you had a happy, joyous, uh, thankful uh, Thanksgiving with your family and friends, and you were able to put all this political bullshit to the side and focus on the present. Um, one thing that I'm thankful for is each and every last one of you, the listeners. It's because of you, you know, um, we had a great um, 2022 um, type of uh, year in review report uh, that I got the other day. Let me go over some of the numbers with you uh, before we get into this podcast. And the way that they do it, they don't do it from, um, you know, January 1st to the 31st type of deal. Um, I think they based upon the time that you come into um, the anchor um, podcasting system. And we came in like, you know, like October, November, I think is the time frame that I started maybe about two years ago. Uh, but anyway, according to the stats, the uh, podcast episode, Chairman's Biden America, that uh, premiered on December 30th, 2021, was the number one podcast most listened to episode we had in that year that they're calculating. Um, the top five countries that are listening and supporting this podcast is in this order, you know, the beautiful, the brave, the bold, the patriotic United States of America, Canada, Germany, Australia, and then the United Kingdom. Um, we are um, in the top 25 most followed podcasts um, on Anchor's platform. Um, we have, you know, um, you know, he writes so much shit down when you're trying to do this. And I only wrote this stuff down because, you know, I want to make sure I get my information correct. Um, we have increased by 15% of listeners and people that are following this podcast. Um, and one of the, the great things that I like is that I've created over 786 minutes of news content or new content. Um, and that's a, that's 80% more than any other creator in the news commentary category. And we have, um... 41% of, yeah, we increased, um, well, we have a followers, um, our followership has increased by 41% also, uh, by people, you know, uh, putting us down as the podcast that they're subscribing to, uh, that's increased by 41%. Amazing, amazing numbers. I'm thankful for each and every last one of you for sharing, supporting, and listening to these podcasts. If you want to see what that awesome episode that they're saying was out number one, Chairman Biden's America, go back and listen to that December 30th, 2021 uh, episode of Uncensored News and see why it was rated the number one podcast episode that we've done in the last uh, the year. Um, some stuff that I wanted to talk about this week is I've been looking at a lot of data, news reports, videos, uh, documentaries, and things like that um, about this Ukraine-Russia um, war that is going on. And like I've alluded to in the past, I've talked about this money that's just been disappearing. And winding up in the hands of our enemies and just out there in the black market to whomever uh, wants to get their hands uh, in this cookie jar because we're just giving away money free. And one thing that I'm finding a lot of information is that um, what we're, we are doing is basically provoking Russia to the point to where you're going to bat the bear between a rock and a hard place. And because it's a wild animal, it's going to lash out at everyone. When we look at the battlefield. And we look at the technology. We look at the advantages and disadvantages of both forces. One thing that, that has been found out is that Russia 
inflated their military. Now, they have more people. Yes, they have more people. A lot of the people have been pushed to actually, uh, or been forced to join the military and go fight in Ukraine. But they had a weapon that was found after some troops decided to just vacate the area uh, because they knew that they didn't have any uh, way of beating the Ukraine forces. They were cut off, you know, didn't have enough ammunition, didn't have enough people and resources to continue the fight, so they just got the fuck out of there. That says a lot about a military's uh, discipline because that wouldn't happen with the United States Marines. We ain't fucking going nowhere. There's been many Marines and many service members. I'm not, I'm not just saying the Marine Corps. Many service members over the different wars we had that stood alone or just a handful and took on many, many forces. Many forces. I remember one in Vietnam. I can't remember the, the exact scrimmage. It was during the tent offense. And uh, they were coming towards the base. And this was the only gunners that were out there. You know, because everybody's supposed to be peaceful. It was Christmas or whatnot. It's supposed to be, you know, one of those things. Let's just go ahead and celebrate this Christmas. Let's put a pause upon a war. But it was a little fucking ploy by the Viet Cong uh, to, to fuck with the, you know, Southern and the Americans and their allies. So basically what happened is you have all these people rushing, you know, the, the North Viet Cong rushing. And there are countless of them. And there was one Marine, you know, after, you know, the fire team that he had out there, the couple men that were out there with him, he was the only one left. He was the only one left. And that still was a lot of them coming over that hill. Instead of abandoning going, well, everybody else is dead. I'm the only one standing here. Fuck this shit. I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck out of here. No, he stood and fought. He used every fucking piece of ammunition he could. He used every grenade. Every pistol round, every rifle round, whatever he had, he used it against to repel and slow down the enemy. Because he knew if they got past him, that everybody else wouldn't be ready or set up. So he was going to do his damnedest to ensure that he was going to slow them motherfuckers down by any means necessary. And he wipes out a lot of them. He got shot multiple fucking times. Now, I'm not going to say how it concluded because I can't really remember. Y'all know me with history. I, I follow a lot of battles. I follow a lot of wars and things like that. And I don't want to get certain events because it's happened so many times in Vietnam. I don't want to get that event tied up with another event. So I can't remember exactly how it ended. But the point being... Is that we don't fucking run. Marines run towards the sound of gunfire. Because we are already taught at boot camp. You are dead. You are ghost. And you do not have fucking permission to die. Do you understand me? That's how we fucking operate. You can't kill a ghost. And the way that we look at it. You can only kill me fucking once anyway. And I'm going to die standing. And not on my motherfucking knees. That's how we do. That's how we train. Our, our younger Marines. The mission must be accomplished. If you were put up on that line to stop them or slow them the fuck down, that's exactly what the fuck you do. You don't have permission to die. What your ass is going to do, you're going to fucking fight till you can't fight anymore. If you run out of fucking bullets, you throw fucking rocks. If you run out of rocks, you use your motherfucking teeth and your nails. By any means necessary, you fucking stop them. That's how we roll. But anyway, getting back to the point, they found this gear that was left there. They literally found these rifles that were made in the late 1800s, like 1889, 1891, or some shit like that. Like these old ass fucking rifles that would shoot one bullet at a time, and you got a racket and put another bullet down the chamber, fire a racket, put it like what? It's 2022. Everybody's using, you know, semi-automatic weapons in war. Joe Biden, semi-automatic weapons in war. Not a commercial fucking weapon. 
they're able to down these drones that Russia's flying. They're, they're, they're flying these old-ass drones, too, that are not the latest and greatest in technology. And one thing they're finding, what's inside of these drones is the same thing that's inside of Walmart for some of those cameras. Some of those cameras you see inside of Walmart down the aisles that say you've been video recording. I work for Walmart. I'm going to tell you all something that you may not fucking know. There is no nothing inside that camera besides batteries. You know how you can buy security cameras or things for your car that just emulate a light to try to trick the person who may be thinking about stealing your car or, or, or you know, come around your house that you actually are recording when you're not? If you actually take that apart, one thing you're going to find out inside of it, it has like uh, C batteries inside of it or whatnot, but it's no Bluetooth technology. It's not connected to shit. It's a deterrent. That's all it is. It's the turn. It's not recording shit. And I think there was somebody on YouTube that actually went into a Walmart, took one of those down, and opened it inside of Walmart. And you can see for yourself. We know that there, there's nothing inside. We work there. I was a sister store manager. There ain't shit inside of those. Now, I'm not going to say since the time I left that they're not up in one or two of them with those inside of it. I can't say that because they could. They could have, you know, they can trick you. You know how people do once shit catch on, then all of a sudden they fucking change the whole narrative. So every other camera is a real fucking camera now. But I'm going to tell you, during the time I was there, those cameras ain't shit. So what they have found out is that Russia is flying these drones that are being downed by the Ukraine forces using American technology and experience. And they have shit inside of them like Kodak fucking cameras. I said, what the fuck? What, what, what century is this where you're taking snapshots of an aerial view of stuff that's going on? If that drone gets back, I'm sure those forces have already fucking moved on. Now, if you're using a fucking camera, a Kodak camera, that means that you can't take pictures of the shit at night. Have you ever thought about having a camera fly that many feet in the air where a drone can be? And in the air, taking pictures with a Kodak camera at night without somebody actually aiming and focusing it correctly? So these drones that they're flying are bullshit. These aircraft that they had, they had countless numbers of fucking aircraft. But the problem with having these aircraft, they just put them in cold storage. These aircraft have not been utilized. They got more aircraft than they do fucking certified pilots. And that certifications is half of that of our military force, if not even maybe one third of it. It's bullshit. So you have these aircraft. And if you know anything about aircraft, if an aircraft is working and it's moving, that's a good aircraft. The aircraft that has set up like somebody's car in storage for weeks, for months, that's the aircraft you do not want to fucking get on. An aircraft is just like your car. When you're driving it, as long as you're keeping it up, it's going to keep fucking hustling for you. It's going to keep going. As long as you do your part as the owner, it's going to keep fucking going. But the minute you pull back and put in that cold storage, you go, well, I'm taking a trip from fucking coast to coast. It ain't going to fucking work like that. So a lot of these aircraft are taking off and immediately fucking crashing. And not only crashing, if you've ever been in a cockpit like I have, or you have ever, you know, been to a static display, seen the inside of a cockpit, whether you do flight simulator as a video game or whatnot, you know inside that there's a GPS in there. Russia aircraft don't even have GPSs. They're using uh, Garmin's or Germans, or however the fuck you say that GPS uh, brand, or they're using fucking cell phones. They're using fucking commercial GPS and apps on a cell phone to fly their operations in an actual war. It got so embarrassing 
that the minister of defense who's in charge of the, the, the air service or air force uh, version in Russia and any new video that is leaked to the public, they put out there that, you know, everything's good. And then in the video, they're blurring where that phone or that GPS device is. Because it was an embarrassment because they got a kickback in response. What is my point with all of this? Russia is basically fighting a war of nutrition. They do not have the gear, the discipline, the training, the expertise to fight a fucking war. I saw video of Russian soldiers grouped up together after taking fire. Absolutely wrong. If you all are together, if I call for fire support, one fucking missile, grenade or whatnot, lobbed at you all will kill the entire fucking, the movement. How many of it is of y'all? Y'all gonna get fucking injured because y'all bunched up together. Y'all gonna have some accidental fucking, you know, friendly fire too if somebody surprised you somewhere because you're just gonna spray and pray. But you're gonna kill your own people because you do not have rifle discipline. You do not know how to move as a unit, as a squad, as a team, as a fire team. You have no idea. You spread out. If you kill me and you throw a grenade at me, it ain't going to affect the person to the left, the right, front, and the back of me because of the distance. You don't lob up together. This is not a revolutionary war where they're just getting on line and marching straight into fucking canyons, made cannons and fucking muskets. We don't do that no more. And that was fucking stupid too. Different generation, different way of thinking. You don't ever fucking do that. Let me tell you that much. You don't ever fucking do that. You spread the fuck out. You spread the fuck out. But their discipline and stuff is just insane. So I'm saying this because when you look at the money and you follow the money trail that we're sending over there, I can tell you some of that money is going into the hands of Putin's oligarchs, uh, how they put it, the Russian oligarchs, the, the fucking people who are in favor with Putin, is going into the hands and the friends of the president of fucking Ukraine. It's going into the hands of other European leaders for various fucking reasons. It's going into the hands of fucking known terrorists. Like there was one in fucking Ukraine that Putin depended upon to run a propaganda to tell the people how great Russia was. And when he had the feeling that the people, if there was an invasion, would turn on Ukraine to give the word. So Russia spent billions of dollars to this man. Which a percentage of that was American dollars. Because I want you to know something. In order to have the diplomatic relations with countries, the United States pays these supposed allies or these people that we are having these relationships with. I can tell you for a fact that the government sends over, I think it's over... Um, it's in the hundreds of, of millions of dollars to Russia for AIDS. That's right. We are sending money to Russia to combat AIDS in their country. That's just one type of aid that we send to Russia. So a percentage of that goes into the pockets of the power that can be. And you have all these billionaires in Russia, while their military, if you add together, I think it was all the money since uh, the fall of the Soviet Union to all these oligarchs or whatnot, the money that these people have made in recent modern times, in the last 10 years, is like $4.1 billion. But they only spent 
billion on their entire military. So this group has 4.1, and the entire military and its 10-year time span had 3.8. That's a fucking problem. There's a problem with that. Because it goes back to World War II. I'm going to use this as a prime example. When Allied forces made advances into Germany and towards the conclusion, after they were already in Germany, already about to take out Hitler and his nest and everything else. When they got to the aircraft hangars, one thing they discovered was that there were cans of oil. And I can't remember right now, without touching my phone and messing up this podcast, if it was Shale or it was Exxon. Or Mobile. It was one of America's oil companies that was also supplying oil to the Nazis. You say, what? That's right. They were betting on both sides. Because whenever there's a war that breaks out, there's a lot of people that love it. They make a ton of fucking money. Think about it. The companies that make MREs, companies that make bullets, Companies that make ballistic gear, military gear, uniforms, um, bandages and and things that, you know, the Navy and and, and the hospitals will utilize. There's a lot of people that make hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars off of fucking war. The longer it goes on, the more money they fucking get. So when you say, oh, well, look at Russia with their oligarch and they're still making money off of America. Think about the American countries. Uh, companies that are making money. You want to bet American companies? Like, like they're sending military gear from America. So American companies are making this gear, contracted from our government to make this gear to give it to Ukraine. And Ukraine wants more and more and more. They want a missile defense system to be put in place. That's going to require maintenance to keep it up. That's going to require training to be proficient inside of it. That's going to require the technology and the people to actually make that stuff over the periods of time and improvements. So whatever company or companies that are part of that are going to make a ton of fucking money. Now you got to ask the question, who's going to be paying for that? You. If you're in the United States, you're going to be paying for that. They're going to make the taxpayers pay for fucking Ukraine's aerial defense. You think Ukraine is just going to take it over? No, no, no. We're going to send aid, an aid packet somehow, that's going to have some of that money or budget for that by fucking over the American people. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be a fool and think that these politicians sitting in Washington, D.C., are not making money off this goddamn war either. You'll be fooling yourself. You've seen and, and you you heard how many times I've told you Nancy Pelosi and her husband has made hundreds of millions of dollars inside of Congress doing insider trading. So that insider trading also encompasses these companies. So there are companies that lobby the Department of Defense, the White House, congressional leaders, senators, to be that company that makes those ballistic missile systems that Ukraine is actually for, that Israel has, that we provide for. In any other country around this world that acts for that, there are companies clawing to be in those favors. So in order to get your name to the top, like you on social media or some shit, Guess what? You're going to kiss some ass. You're going to pay some dollars to these congressional these senators, people in the White House, to, to fucking have your name written on that contract. Once you get your name on that contract, shit, you can kick back and relax because you got about 50 to 100 years of guaranteed fucking money coming in. And all you got to do is wait and do updates. When you do updates, they got to pay you more fucking money.
People claw at the opportunity when there's war. So they're making plenty of money off of this. So do not make a mistake to believe that our tax dollars are truly going to a fucking country that we have no ties with and helping them defend themselves. All those European countries that are around them, their neighbors, their allies, actual allies, if they have any, are sitting right there on that same continent as them. But somehow everybody reaches across that Atlantic or Pacific Ocean to this one country called the United States of America. They don't reach to Mexico. They don't call up Canada. They don't reach down to Angola or Congo. But they always look at their, their, their piggy bank across the fucking ocean. America. Because them hungry ass motherfuckers that are capitalists want to make money. And we want to make them rich while making ourselves rich. Every war we've been into, those who come into power, like I told you, Karzai in fucking Afghanistan. The money that he took out of that country when he fled, when the Taliban took over, that was American dollars, fool. That country don't print American dollars. They don't print American dollars. Those were American dollars. No other country around the world has permission to print American dollars. America did that. We sent that money over there to that son of a bitch. That coward. That puppet. Too many times we put people into fucking power as puppets for us. But I ask you and I challenge you every single fucking time to prove me wrong. Do your own research. Come up with your own conclusion. Because one thing you're not going to say is that I'm not on the street. Yes, I am. I don't just... Be in a neighborhood. No, 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 no. I'm a house or two away, if not right in front of the fucking house, every time I make one of these podcasts. Because my job is to educate you all. To let you know about some shit that our media is not telling us. One thing that we found out, too, is that if America or Americans want to really understand what is going on out in the world, you have to walk away from your beat me from your your um Fox News, from your CNN, MSNBC, NBC, whatever the fuck. These people are corrupt. And I'm not saying news companies elsewhere are not corrupt either. But when it's not about your country, your government. People tend to not give a fuck too much. As long as it's juicy. And this war and I will fuck up inside of it. And the way that our government is fumbling this shit. Is on center stage around the world. One place that reports accuracy. About what's going on in that war, believe it or not. Is a news station out in Australia. They are, they are on Biden's ass like white on rice. That motherfucker can't sneeze without them fucking reporting. And they are always on time with the right fucking information that can be verified by other news sources. They always try to tell you that if you go to other news sources or whatnot, they don't have the facts. Yes, they do. You have to realize there's a lot of countries out there that fucking hate us. And they want to report on everything we do fucking wrong. You have to take it with a grain, you know, whatever the saying is, take it with a grain of salt, salt of grain, whatever, I don't give a fuck. But you have to take it like that. But you have to understand, when you're looking at that, come back to our news station, our national news stations like CNN, NBC, Fox, and see that they're not reporting it at all. And then go to some other foreign countries' news sources. And you're going to see a trend. That all these people reporting this fucking story. That does not look good for Biden's administration, the Dixie Democrats, or America as a whole. 
And you got to ask yourself, what the fuck is going on here? What is this about? Ladies and gentlemen, you got to start seeing through others' optics that we are not right. Our newscasts and our people are not right. When I do these podcasts, I tell you over and over all the time that I'm not just looking at the internal sources here because these motherfuckers lie. These motherfuckers don't care the story. They have the same fucking script. And sometimes your local news station has the same script as these national news stations. They say the same thing in their fucking reporting down to every word, comma, period. It's unbelievable. It's unfucking believable. The sources that have these newscasts underneath their fucking apron and they own them are making it like that. But one thing they can't do is own all the world's news stations. They can get close. But they don't own them all. Because there are some countries that don't like us or don't like Christians or don't like Muslims or whatever whatever you want to say, religion, color, whatever. Don't like Americans. They won't do business like that. But speaking of fumbling, the report came out this last week about Joe Biden. I know, big shocker. About how he fumbled Afghanistan. The exodus out of Afghanistan. I don't know why that's a fucking secret. I don't know why that's just coming out a year or two after he fucking did it. I'm fucking shocked and surprised at that. Why people are not saying that was quite fucking obvious. Captain Obvious. What the fuck did you do a report about this for? We already knew this. People lost their lives. And then he said he retaliated and bombed. No, you didn't. You killed innocent men and women. It has been reported on countless times. The terrorists themselves said those wasn't the people we were. You don't know where the fuck we are. You ain't that good. Your administration sucks. Who the fuck did you really kill? That's how you start wars. You kill the innocent. And then you go over there expecting the innocent to help you. They're going to help fuck you. And they do it to us many times. Have anybody heard of Black Hawk Down? Yeah. They will fuck us over many times as they can. We ain't just and we ain't always right. But that's our government, ladies and gentlemen, that is doing this. And when you look at this past election, one thing you see is that most Americans are not educated yet. They have not awakened. They're too woke, but they're not awakened to the reality of what's going on. And because of that, we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. They keep electing the same fucking people. AOC, Omar, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, fucking Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, fucking McCartney out of Texas, supposed to be the fucking new Speaker of the House. I don't want that motherfucker as the Speaker of the House. He's too bought. He walks in the same footsteps as the Dixie Democrats. We need somebody new. I want somebody fresh who just arrived on Capitol Hill that has a, no allegiance to nobody besides the American people. Nobody who's been negotiating shit. I want some young face, male or female, somebody that ain't never been in Washington, D.C., showing up as a next Speaker of the House. That's the only way that Republicans are going to change the narrative. Because they're not fighters, ladies and gentlemen. We're too conservative in that, that arena. We don't know when to fight or how to fight. We just try to sit back and point at the Dixie Democrats and say we could do better than them. But what's your plan? We could do better than them. But what is your plan? We can do better than them. 
We're not going to put money out there on all the races. Democrats, whether they hate each other, they stand up for one another. They put a lot of money out there on this last uh, this 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 election cycle, way more than Republicans did. You get a divide in Republicans, those who support Trump, and then those who fall in line with fucking uh, fucking Turnell himself, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell don't want to give money to them, so he tells the GOP don't give money to them. Trump wants to give money to them. He tells the GOP give money to them. So they're looking both ways like two parents yelling at each other, not really knowing who they should fucking listen to. So in the interim, Democrats out there spending tons and tons of fucking money on these fucking fake ads lying about people, and they're getting reelected. All that crime that goes on in New York, and them motherfuckers, the voters, reelected that woman as they go, because she's the best thing. What? Whitmore up in fucking Wisconsin or whatever. Or Michigan. I can't I can never remember where that fucking woman is from, so help me God. Maybe there's an age showing through a little bit. But nonetheless, she's a horrible governor. She wanted special treatment during COVID to get her husband boat into the water so her and her family and friends can go out on the fucking lake where everybody else was mandated to be at home. Or face the consequences of law enforcement. And people didn't see problems with that. They still were under COVID protocols this year. Chicago. The audacity that fucking Beetlejuice herself, Lori Lightfoot, thinks that she could get on the campaign trail and try to get reelected as mayor of Chicago. Who in the Dixie Democrat think that she's the best viable fucking candidate for that city and that party to fucking win the election? Crime is skyrocketing. She turns a blind eye to everything. Everything is hunky-dory fucking Disneyland in Chicago, according to Lori Lightfoot. Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you on these podcasts at times, I can already see how many people will be killed or injured in a fucking weekend? This weekend hasn't even started in Chicago. I guarantee you, no less than 12 people will be shot, killed, or injured in Chicago. A minimum of 12. That's sad. That's fucking sad. And it's only going to increase is only going to increase as we get to these holiday seasons because their baddies know where their rivals or the innocents are. And you are in mass. Again, everybody's together. If I open fire, there's a hundred people standing in front of me. Until that gun runs out of ammunition, I know that my percentage of me shooting blind. It's probably about half. But if there's only one person standing there and I'm shooting blindly, it's hard for me to know where along this long line they're standing. So my percentage decrease. So in Chicago, when there's a lot of shootings, typically it's because people are grouped together. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be grouped together. But what I'm saying is you got to think wiser and think how the bad guy is thinking, just in case some shit pop off. And being inside doesn't matter, because a bullet will come flying through your window, your front fucking door. But people, for some fucking reason, are not catching on to what's really going on in politics. They keep voting for these same fucking losers that do not have their best interests at heart. That is not going to do what's best for their city, their county, their state, their village. America as a whole, they don't give a fuck 
When are people going to wake up? I heard this one thing on YouTube that was talking about the way that his family votes. And one thing they don't do is ever fucking vote for the same person more than twice. We need term limits. We need term limits. And we need age limits. And I say 70 is fucking max. So, if you want to run for Congress, it's only two years. What can you do? The latest you can run is 68 years old. By the time you hit 70, you're done. And on top of that, because the Senate gets two fucking six-year terms, 12 years, so should Congress. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. So six fucking terms. Congress should be able to get six terms. A congressional leader should be able to get into Congress because of the way that male and females fucking different with maturity. I will set, if I had the way to do it, that you cannot get into the U.S. Congress until you were the age of 30. 30 to 70. Six two-year terms. Consecutive, not consecutive, doesn't matter. Once that's done, you're done. Senators, only two fucking terms. Two terms. That's it. So the age for a senator will be 30 also. But 70 being max for your term limits. Meaning that you can only, you know, the latest you could get there is 64. Once you turn 64, that's the last time you could fucking run. Regardless of if it's your first or your second, it don't fucking matter. You're done after that. 70 is max. And we, do the, we need to do the same thing with the president. If you didn't know, Joe Biden is 80 fucking years old. 80 fucking years old. This man can't put on a jacket. Don't know what city, state, people he's talking to. Doesn't know the difference between his wife or his, his sister. He don't know shit. If the teleprompter ain't telling him, well, he can't even fucking read that correctly. That man's not in control of shit. You think he knows when his diaper is fucking soiled and he needs to fucking get it changed? You see the way that man walks? He wears a fucking diaper. Ain't no fucking way. But don't worry. He's in good hands tonight. As I do this podcast, I'm sure they're wrapping up the state visit from a cone or the president of fucking France. With their lobster and their steak and all the glamorous fucking celebrities that support Joe Biden and the, and the Dixie Democrat Party are all eating. On whose dime again? Your dime. My dime. Any state visits, official state visits, the taxpayers flip the bill for the entertainment, the food, the wine, all the supporting staff or whoever has to fucking be there, we get the fucking bill. And it's unlimited. It's a blank check. It's not like it's capped off at, you know, $500,000. How many people could you take the fucking... You know, a buffet for $500,000. A shit ton. But they ain't eating no fucking buffet of fast food inside of this fucking official steak dinner. They eating the finest. They got caviar. They got all this shit. While the rest of us struggle out here. Some had a sorry ass Thanksgiving because they couldn't afford everything. Ain't gonna have a worse Christmas. One thing our government can guarantee that we will have in this country is poor. They will guarantee that we will get poor for Christmas. Black Friday didn't go over. It's down by 23%. That's huge, ladies and gentlemen, in revenue. That's fucking huge. I remember at our store in Walmart, if we were down by 2% of anything, we fucking lost our mind. 
Because we're digging ourselves in a fucking hole. How does that even happen? But imagine if my store was down by 23% in sales. That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. And some people are going to have to be let go. But we're down Black Friday by 23% nationally. The Secretary of State basically blamed everybody for splurging too much. The inflation is the American people fault because we splurge too much. I don't know where the fuck she got that from. Because everybody's putting everything on credit. Everybody's using their credit cards for everything. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Could you imagine the recovery from all this? How much the credit system is going to be hit? How it's going to have to be redone? Revised? Like, reformed? There's going to have to be a lot of major change economically after all this is said and done. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. But I'm just happy, sarcastically, that we can send billions of dollars to Ukraine to help them repel a dilapidated, undisciplined fucking Russian force. I'm happy that we can send so much money to every country for aid. Hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. I'm happy for that. I'm happy that we sit here, as they, that one person said, eat SpaghettiOs. When things get high, that we can eat SpaghettiOs trying to find a way to warm our house without having high electricity bills. Why the who's a who are the Dixie Democrats and supporters by eating lobsters, steak, caviar, drinking the finest fucking champagne. Probably flown over from France because that's real champagne. Has to be French, if you didn't know that. There's certain places in France that make it champagne. -ya. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end on that note. Uh, before I get ticked with the timer, and I only get so much time since I give y'all 80% more content than any other news commentary. But again, thank you very much for supporting us. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Please go back if you haven't listened to any podcast episode that you have not heard or that you're not caught up to. On top of that, go back and listen to that December 30th, 2021 episode of Chairman Biden's America to find out why it was the number one podcast in Uncensored News uh, Year in Review for 2022. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like I always say, you can support us as little as 99 cents, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. Ladies and gentlemen, Ah, before I let you go, before I conclude that, we are back on Twitter. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, the ed, uh, I'm sorry, the educated pat. The educated pat. All one word. We're back on Twitter. Thanks to our guy, Elon Musk, who keeps dropping more and more unveiling evidence. Uh, of corruption uh, from Twitter's uh, past workers and, you know, leadership. And we'll probably have to do a podcast episode up on that one, too, or include some of the findings um, that are current inside of that, especially with the Hunter Bidens and the, uh, you know, suppression of um, GOP candidates and, and, and getting their word out for elections and things like that. Like, there's so much. It's like a crime scene. You know, fucking Dixie Democrats had that place. They just threw a blanket on top of everything. Everybody just kept walking. But then Eli Musk come and the GOP and we're like, what, what is this blanket? What is all these stains? Lift it up. It's a fucking crime scene. 
You gotta be fucking kidding me. But that's for another another episode, ladies and gentlemen. Let me stop before I get into it. You know how I could get on my fucking soapbox and get the fucking preaching. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart supporting this podcast. If you haven't, please support us financially. Like I said, a little ninety nine cents, four ninety nine or nine ninety nine a month. No inflation price included inside of that. Um, and please share, 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 share this podcast with everybody you know, everybody that needs it, or people that are like-minded like yourself who maybe haven't heard us. Let's try to change that 15%. So when we look at our year in review in 2023, we're at 30%. We're not going to catch up with Joe Rogan anytime soon, but that's my goal, right? To be bigger and better than Joe Rogan by being the voice of Patriots Conservative God-fearing Americans, people who are proud to be American, people who have fought for this country, people who have support, supported people who have fought for this country, people who enjoy their rights and understand the sacrifices that have been made for those rights. That's what we do here at this podcast. We stand up and be that voice of reason for those people, for people who have been lost for so long and decided to leave the Dixie Democrats and come over to conservatism. That's where we're at. Conservatives over here. Remember, I'm not a Republican, but I am a conservative. I'm a constitutionalist, and I'm a patriot. And my name is the Educated Patriot. And ladies and gentlemen, for this week, I'm out.